Welcome to Dr. Mary Oz's Radical Change Now radio program. Today, you will learn how to combine healing and the law of attraction to better your own life in mere weeks. Join us on our journey, which starts right now. Here's your host, Dr. Mary Oz. So welcome to Radical Change Now, and today's show is on results-oriented living brings huge business success. And I'm here with Lisa Murphy and Jessica Marquis, two of my favorite therapists. I've had the pleasure of training both Lisa and Jessica on how to take the concepts of results-oriented living so first they could understand themselves better and then understand their clients from a whole new perspective without transference. And in the world of social workers and therapists, we never want to have transference. So with results-oriented living, they've been really able to help understand themselves and then understand their clients from the inside out, which really gives all three of us a very unique way of understanding our clients, what exactly is driving them, and sometimes fueling their pain, their problems, and their conflicts, which of course makes our treatment much more powerful and much more effective. So welcome, Lisa and Jessica. Thanks for having us, Mary. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Jess. How are you doing? Hi. Very excited to be here. Yes. I'm glad that I have you both here. This is our first show where we have two guests sharing through the whole show. So I'm super excited for us. Last week on the show, we had Donna Bloom. She's a local hypnotherapist. And we focused on how much growth her business and herself had experienced by applying results-oriented living into her life. Well, today's show is a continuation of that, and we're going to specifically focus on how Lisa and Jessica are practicing therapists on Long Island, and they're using our results-oriented living techniques and strategies, not only for themselves, but for their clients. So Lisa, let's go back to, you know, formerly I did meet you a few years ago, but it's kind mm-hmm. of a funny story, right? Yeah. That you actually knew me well before I even knew you. Can you share yes. that story with our audience? Yes, absolutely. So I technically uh, learned about who Dr. Mary was. Um, I was probably around 13 years old. She was one of my best friend's therapists. And I would go with my best friend to her appointments, and I would sit out in the waiting room, and she would always come out feeling amazing. And I always used to think to myself, wow, this lady's got a great gig. She gets to help people. (laughs) She gets to make people feel better. And it just seemed like such an awesome thing. So as I continued on with my education, I ended up going into the field of social work. Um, Over the years, several people in my personal life, friends, family members, had all kind of found their way into Dr. Mary's office. Um, And again, I just continued to see these amazing results. And as I continued my education, I kept saying, I, you know, would love to be able to do what Dr. Mary is doing. And then um, I had been working in the mental health field for about eight years. I was transitioning into the substance abuse field. And then I had finally gotten to meet Dr. Mary myself. Um, at which time I had told her that, you know, I'd been working in nonprofit and I was kind of ready to expand out on my own into the field of private practice, but really was not sure how to begin that journey. So she took a chance and said, you know, that she would give me an opportunity and give me some tools and techniques and, you know, kind of help me throughout the process to be able to create this super, super successful practice. 
so I had to find an office space, and I really didn't want to do it completely on my own. I just had some fear-based thinking and just felt like I would be better suited to have a partner in crime. At which time I had gone to a wedding and had run into one of my oldest childhood friends, his wife, who I had met, you know, socially on a few occasions, who was also a social worker. And she, you know, got to talking and we were both saying that at this time we were looking to start this private practice. And, you know, we both felt like it was the right time and we were both looking for a partner to do it with. So Jessica and I decided to start looking for office spaces. And at that time, we had found a perfect office with perfect rent in a perfect location. And a couple of months later, we opened up our doors to start our own private practice. Through the help of Mary and through the help of each other, we were able to start this amazing journey together. So again, without Mary even realizing that at 13, she had kind of planted the seed in my head of what the map of my life was going to look like. Um, By the end of the first year that I was in practice, I was seeing up to 40 clients per week, and I was making three times more money than I had. That was my last job as a full-time supervisor. So for that, I thank Dr. Mary, and I thank Jessica, and I thank the Law of Attraction, because I'm pretty sure I manifested all of that. Very cool. I love that story. And, you know, it's truly so sometimes as a therapist or a coach, right, we're having an impression on people's lives, and we don't even know it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think about the three of us being in practice and, you know, you have a client in front of you and you help your client, but I don't know that we often think enough about when you help a client who's a mother, you help that client be a better mother, a better spouse, maybe a better Mm -hmm. friend or a better family member, right? So -hmm. the work that we really do in our office reverberates out Mm -hmm. to all kinds of other relationships. And, you know, sometimes I think we just think about the person we're helping in front of us, but as coaches and therapists and hypnotherapists in the helping field, we really do end up affecting more people than we ever realize. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, I do, I know you're a big lover of the law of attraction, so I kind of like how we had this little connection and you were doing the law of attraction when you were younger, and I'm not even mm-hmm. sure you know that. No, I didn't at the time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, of course, I'm so thrilled that you brought Jessica along because you, yes, you and I were talking about how could I support you in building a practice. And if you're going to have a practice, I definitely believe you want to start with six-figure income. Mm-hmm. And you told me about Jessica and what a wonderful therapist she was. And you introduced her to me. And then we decided instead of us having you and I work together, let's the three of us really come together and help the both of you in practice. So, Jessica, what would you say you're most excited about with your practice now? Well, first, I just want to I want to thank both you and Lisa for including me in this experience because it has been such a journey and it's been so amazing and wonderful. So I'm really happy to be one of Lisa's manifestations. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but thank your husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The thing that I'm really excited about in regard to the practice is just being able to watch the evolution of it in terms of manifestation. Uh, My practice grew from, like Lisa said, sharing an office together, um, having maybe one or two clients in the beginning to today, you know, both of us having our own space to having a fully thriving practice with a waiting list or, you know, referring to each other because our schedules are full at this time. Um, From where I began, the mindset that I was in, I was so bogged down in fear-based thinking 
that, you know, having experienced the tremendous growth and to feel the exhilaration that I feel today, it's been such a life-changing shift for me. So in the beginning, I I really was stuck. When Lisa came to me with this idea, I was thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pay for this? What am I doing here? And now to today, two years later, saying, what's our next move? How are we expanding? Mm -hmm. How are we growing? You know, what's next for us? So that shift, you know, really came from the results-oriented living, those skills that I've incorporated into my practice as a business, in my work with my clients, and in my own life. So, you know, that's one of the things that is so amazing for me. The fact that I've been doing this and I've seen these shifts in my life, it makes it so easy and it makes me so eager to want to share this stuff with the people that I'm working with, to share the successes that I've seen because of it. So the firsthand knowledge the power that these tools have and the possibilities that then become realities, it's really just fantastic. I love all that. I mean, you said a lot of great things. So first of all, you know, in one way I think about, isn't it cool to know that you have a waiting list, right? Like sometimes Mm -hmm. when we know like, oh my gosh, there's just not enough openings right now to put everyone in. As a therapist, I really feel that is proof that you're doing an amazing job because not all yeah. not all therapists have waiting lists. And then there's the other side where, you know, the therapist in us and the person who wants to help, we don't really want people to have to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, I know myself as a therapist, I've been in practice for 30 years and I've never, ever had to advertise, right? Like ever since I opened my doors and especially after I applied the needs and the triangle that we're going to talk about today, Um, I very much quickly moved into having a waiting list and just never having to advertise at all for clients because when you are a therapist and you help somebody in a powerful way quickly, they want to send you everybody they know, which is really cool. Yeah, I also love how you talked about mindset. And, you know, I just love when I can watch people, you know, whether it's friends, family, clients, associates, but watching people move away from fear-based thinking, you know, is such a powerful experience. And seeing them really get a grip on their thoughts um, always leads to great opportunities and, you know, a better life. So I love that you brought that up. And then, of course, when you mentioned, like, what's next? Right, a results-oriented living question is mm-hmm. just really, what's next? What's my next possibility? Always moving forward. So, it's good to hear you talk about those things. So, Lisa, what are you most excited about um, when it comes to your practice and results-oriented living skills? When it comes to my practice, I think I'm always so excited to introduce people to the results-oriented living, but more specifically, the four primary needs that people have. I really find such great pleasure in being able to teach people how to get to know themselves on such a deep, intimate level, so that way they can understand how they're feeling, how they're thinking, why they think the way that they do, why they feel the way that they do. And I think it's just so beneficial for people on a personal level, on a professional level just to have a complete full understanding of who they are and as well as knowing the people around them. I always teach people that once you know yourself so well, you can then start looking to the people that you're in relationships with, again, personally, professionally, and then you can start to understand who they are and why they do what they do. And it really just helps you to kind of navigate through certain situations and how to find better ways to deal with conflict and better ways to communicate with people. And I really do think that by knowing these four needs and applying it and applying the results-oriented living, it has helped my practice expand to all different types of people. And, you know, with each new client, I'm able to increase my financial abundance and I'm able to 
welcome more positivity into my life while teaching people to have more positivity in their life. And it's really just been amazing on so many different levels. And again, it just continues to give all different types of abundance into my life. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I I had the unique opportunity to teach the four needs to my kids when they were younger. So, you know, I think you're never too young, you're never too old to learn the four needs. I think you bring home a great point. The four needs really can help everybody and anybody. You could be in a lot of pain and the four needs will help you or you could be in a great place in life. And understanding the four needs is still going to help you move forward. Absolutely. Very cool. And how about... How about you, Jessica? Do you have a favorite results-oriented living technique that you tend to use the most? I do. Well, I have three that I tend to use the most. I don't know if I can pick from them, but um, the triangle is one of my absolute favorite results-oriented living techniques. I use that one regularly in my practice as well as in my own life, especially when I feel myself maybe slipping back into old patterns. I just really think it's such a universal tool in terms of who can use it, why to use it, how to use it, and then the impact that it actually has on people. So that's one that's kind of my one of my go-tos. But I have two others. Um, There's one that's the wheel, and I just find that that really helps people take stock, set goals, and it's really the beginning stages of a plan of action for most. Um, And then the final tool that I absolutely love and I frequently use is the placemat process and that act of identifying things that you can control, things that you can't control, and then being able to have that willingness to give some aspects of whatever problem, issue, or situation. It just allows for such clarity and freedom. Yeah, so I mean, we actually teach in our program, like we teach a lot around triangles, like there's a law of attraction Mm -hmm. triangle, Ho'oponopono triangle, the empowering triangle, and then we have the wheel of life, the circle, Mm -hmm. and then we even have a square where we teach you that your beliefs are holding up things that aren't, beliefs that aren't true, or maybe it's interfering in your worth. So it's amazing how powerful a couple of triangles, a circle, and a square can be if you really know how to take a client through the processes that that you have learned. So I'm I'm thrilled that you like have such a handle on all those things. And I'm a big fan of the placement process as well. So mm-hmm. and that's something we teach in our law of attraction session. Very cool. Yeah, they're amazing. And how about you, Lisa? Do you have a favorite results oriented living technique that you find you favor? Um, I do. Again, I always kind of go back to those four primary needs. Um, (laughs) For me, that is the foundation of everything that I do, Um, especially in regards to my clients within the first two sessions. That is always going to be where I start with them because, again, I think it's so important for them to make the positive changes that they want to make in their lives for them to understand who they are and how they basically see the world through the lens of these needs. And I think oftentimes people will come to counseling for the first time in either some type of crisis or they're struggling in some area of their life. And I notice that as soon as they learn those needs, it offers them such a sense of relief to say, wow, that makes so much sense. That's why I feel the way that I feel. That's why these things in my life have been happening. And I think that once they have that, it gives them that roadmap to life to be able to make better decisions, to start learning different processes like the triangle and the wheel and to be able to kind of combine all efforts together. But for me, the foundation always starts with those primary needs. 
Yeah, and I agree. It's start with the needs, then teach the triangle, and then maybe move on to the, the circle and the different techniques. Um, and it's really we can dive down to deep and le- deeper levels with our clients regarding all these techniques based on where they're at and what they're mm-hmm. ready for. And I know as a therapist, I always find that to be like a fun journey, like how deep are they going to let me take them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the triangle. We spent um, a lot of time the last few weeks talking a lot about needs. So let's spend a little extra time on the triangle today since I know you guys are both using the triangle. And, you know, what I want to share with the audience is that I learned this triangle actually from Tony Robbins like 15 years ago. And I do teach it to people as a coping skill and I teach it as therapist, as a therapeutic skill to help people. But I really want our audience to know that the triangle, once you've mastered it, as a coping skill, it's actually an amazing way of thinking every day. Like it's an amazing way of navigating yourself through life. So we all know the three sides of the triangle are change your state first, make sure you're in a better physical place, change your focus, right? Stay away from non-truthful thinking and non-helpful focusing or thinking. And then the third side, of course, is change your meaning. So do you ladies have like a favorite side of the triangle that you personally use yourself the most? I think for me, it's um, the focus. When I, I find mm-hmm. that when I'm, I'm changing my focus, that's really where I see the most impactful change for myself, for sure. Okay. So, I think, and I, that's what I find a lot, Jessica, is that mm-hmm. people lean mostly on the second side. Yeah. I think for me, I go to the other side. I'm a big fan of changing your meaning. I think that as people, we tend to be naturally wired to look for the negative meaning in things. And I think it's always a fun little challenge and a fun little exercise to be able to change your meaning of any situation or any type of negative thought base or any type of negative feeling to be able to find a healthier, more positive meaning in any situation that you're in or anything that you're feeling. So for me, I'm always a big fan of changing a meaning in terms of, you know, figuring out how to navigate through situations or just to feel better about a situation. I think you just always have to find that positive meaning in it. Yeah, I I find that's what I do a lot too, Lisa. And for me these days, the second side used to be the strongest. But these days, like, I just go directly to the third side of the triangle and it's just so powerful so we have a few minutes left before we take our first commercial break so what about when it comes to clients and the triangle what exactly would you share about that with jessica why don't you share first sure um well as i said i pretty much use the triangle with almost all of my clients um because it really is such a universal tool in assisting people changing their changing their state, changing their focus, changing their meaning, but it's so easily integrated, like you were saying before, not only into our sessions, but it's easy for people to integrate into their everyday lives. It provides such like concrete thoughts and concrete statements, and depending on how or why you're using it, you get to see these very real results, and you can see immediate emotional relief for people. So I know when I'm, you know, when I'm incorporated in, into my practice with my clients, and you get to see those aha moments for people mm. or for yourself, it's just pretty amazing. Yeah, love those aha moments, especially Mm -hmm. when they come quickly and often, right? Absolutely. (laughs) And how about you, Lisa? Um, I love doing the triangle with my clients, especially those that are struggling with some type of repetitive negative thinking or anxiety-provoking thoughts. 
um, I find that, you know, those types of thoughts hold them back from, you know, reaching their full potential. And I use the triangle to help them transform their thoughts from negative to positive or from weak to empowering. And I find that once people have mastered that and have mastered the entire triangle, they're always able to, you know, tackle any thought that doesn't feel good for them. And I always kind of hear Dr. Mary in my head saying, you always want to reach for that better feeling thought. And, you know, you do the one side of the triangle, you're going to feel good. You do two sides, you're going to feel great. You do three sides and you're going to feel completely transformed. And I think, you know, who doesn't like to feel better? And as long as people can learn to reach for that better feeling thought, it always puts them in a better state of mind, which is obviously always super beneficial. Well said, Lisa. I love that. Awesome, it's awesome, awesome. Sorry, I was going to say, it's funny that you mentioned that, Lisa, because that's something that I hear often in, in Dr. Mary's voice in my head, reach for relief. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> reach for relief, reach for yes. improvement, or re- reach for a better feeling thought or a better feeling feeling. So yes. very powerful tools. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but make sure you come back and join Lisa, myself, and Jessica as we continue to talk about results-oriented living and how it has changed their own lives and their therapeutic practice as well. See you in a few. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Dr. Mary Oz's Radical Change Coaching Program will help you set a healing foundation in your life and teach you how to manifest more of what you want. Are you ready to get the results and radical change you have been longing for for too long? Very often our clients tell us that this is the most powerful coaching they have ever received. Come join us and start living life with more results, more love, more wealth, health, and peace, as well as inspiration. For more information, call Coach Sam at 1-833-447-CHANGE. Need help deciding if our Radical Change coaching program is right for you? Apply for a free strategy session with one of our coaches. Be prepared to dive deep and identify the areas in life in which you need healing and transformation. Together, we will clarify how to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be and discover what's possible now. How would it feel to get big changes in less than 30 days for you, your loved ones, and your business? Apply now by calling Coach Sam at 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit us at RadicalChangeNow.com. Life Radio, with Victoriously Speaking, helps you to see life's issues in a new light, offering insight, solutions, and resources in order to gain knowledge about a variety of life's issues. The stories will stir up some questions, tears, and or laughter, but hopefully it will change the way you look at your own life, situations, and the lives of others. Tune in to Life Radio in order to live independently for excellence on Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. 
So we're here with two of my favorite therapists, Lisa Murphy and Jessica, and we're discussing how their private practices have grown by applying the results-oriented living techniques and skills that they've learned as a therapist. So let's check in with them and see how they are actually wired when it comes to the four primary needs. And just to share with the audience today, I first learned about the four primary needs from human psychology, which is a term coined by Anthony Robbins. So, Lisa, you're still with us, right? Mm-hmm, yep. And we still have Jessica, right? Yep, mm-hmm. Okay, so, Lisa, when you first learned the four primary needs, what did you discover about yourself? You know, it's funny, we were talking about that kind of, like, aha moment before, and when I was first introduced to these themes, I definitely had one of those aha moments. You know, what mm-hmm. I find to be so interesting about the needs is that I don't feel that it necessarily teaches you anything that you don't already know about yourself. I think people are pretty in tune to their personalities and their reactions and their thought process. But what I love about it is that it gives you a context to put it in. You know, so often you'll hear people say, oh, I'm so rigid or, oh, I'm super anal and, you know, I have to have things a certain way. And for some people that makes them, you know, not feel great about themselves. So I love to give them the context to put it in and say, it's not that you're rigid. It's not that you're anal. It just means that you have a super high need for certainty, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I think, you know, being able to identify that and have that kind of context to put it in gives people that sense of relief to say, oh, that's what's happening. That's what's going on. For me personally, I love to use the needs and do like a personal inventory of myself at the end of every day. I kind of check in to see, you know, where I was at and, you know, was today a good day? Was today not such a great day? And whatever kind of day it is, I'm able to relate it back to one of those needs. So if I had a great day, then I'm able to identify my need for certainty was met, my need for significance was met, and these are the things that were meeting it. And if it was a day that I'm not feeling so great, I'm able to kind of go back and say, okay, well, I can see that that kind of rattled my certainty, or I can see that that kind of rattled my significance, and it helps me to understand why I'm not feeling so great. So I find it to, you know, be a really great roadmap to an emotional balance in my life, knowing, you know, what to add more of and what to take away on those days to know, you know, again, how to make tomorrow a better day. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I I call it like a new lens, right? It's like a new lens to understand yourself through. And I just had recently, I had a young girl come to me and she had to make a big decision about college. And she had made a decision and then decided to come back home for college. And she kind of was like beating herself up because she's like, did I make the right decision? And why did I want to come home? And my very first session, I just shared with her the four needs and we discovered that she was loving connection first. And just by having the lens of realizing, oh, I came back home for a connection. I came back home because I had other things going on that I wanted to address. It really freed her of like, how come I'm not at school with everyone else? But she really didn't belong at school with everyone else. So I totally agree with you that it has this freeing aspect to it. And it is like it is like a map. It is like a lens. And how about you, Jessica? Any thoughts on that? Absolutely. You know, it's always so interesting. Anytime you get time to reflect and look inwards and you have the opportunity to discover more about yourself, I think. But I feel like doing it with the primary needs, um, it really takes things to the next level for most people. Using this concept, I felt like it really forces, well, at least it forced me and I think it forces most people to take a step back and look at your own thoughts, emotions, and behaviors and understand how your needs, you know, really drive those things. So, 
when I look at myself, I look at myself as love and connection, certainty, significance, and variety last. And what I really started to understand about myself that not only am I driven by love and connection, but that my need for certainty was really high up there. And I wasn't doing, I wasn't meeting my need for certainty in a positive way. And for a long time, fear was the way that I was meeting my need for certainty. And, and through this work, I realized it really didn't have to be that way. So beginning to understand myself through this lens really helped me start to grow both professionally and personally. So, yeah, totally. What a big change, right? So Mm -hmm. if you had been living your life meeting a second need, because you said, um, you actually said certainty second, right? Exactly. So if you need love and connection first and then certainty, but you fell into a pattern of meeting a need for certainty through a negative vehicle like fear-based thinking or being afraid of things, it's life-changing when you say, I don't want to do that anymore. And you totally reverse that. Yeah. It's interesting to me, too, because, Lisa, if I have your order right, I believe you are certainty, love, and connection, significance, and then variety. No, I'm actually much like you, certainty, significance, love, and connection, and then variety. Oh, okay. Okay, so I was going to say, for a second, I was thinking that you are certainty, love, and connection. And if you were that, and Jessica's love and connection and certainty, and you you guys are great friends, right? Mm -hmm. It would be like, you understand each other's world, but you're playing soccer on a field, and she's playing football. So even if somebody's certainty and someone else's love and connection, and then someone's love and connection first and certainty second, they're very compatible, but there's still enough differences there that, you know, when you're loving each other or being close to each other, you're speaking a different language. It's not quite mm-hmm. the same. But you're right. You and I are more similar. So yeah. <laughs> um, it kind of means we probably tend to think alike and lean in the same direction in certain ways. And in right, relationship. In relationship, that makes people feel very safe a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. I was going to say was I get Jessica's needs because she has the same needs as my husband. So I'm able to <laughs> ah, understand where okay, she's coming go. from and I'm able to relate to her through that lens because she operates like my husband does. So I kind of get that way of okay, thinking cool. and I'm able to see the differences. So. So, and I love that because like, so to me, like when is someone taking results oriented living and really mastering it? It's like, you know, your own needs, you know, your spouse's Mm -hmm. needs, you actually know your children's needs, you know, your best friend's needs. And you actually are aware of I'm meeting their top two needs or I'm not meeting their top two needs. Right. Like to me, that's when you're really Mm -hmm. starting to master results oriented living. And um, something you had said also, Jessica, made me think of like, it's important for the audience to really hear and understand that. So when it comes to these four needs, it's our top two needs that matter the most. And our top two needs sometimes get met by other people, but sometimes it's really our responsibility to meet our top two needs or to meet our top two needs in healthier and better ways like you were talking about. Right. Yeah. So did you find that knowing the order of your needs and knowing the top two needs for you ladies changed how you related to your spouses and your families at home? Yes, absolutely. I know for me personally, we use this all day long in my house. My husband and I use this as a communication tool. Um, Just last night, we actually were out for the evening, and we were talking about our two daughters, who are seven and four, and we were going through their needs and their order and how they, you know, kind of operate through life and how they're so different. And I think that, you know, being married, it's so important to know your partner's needs because, as I said, my husband and I don't have identical top two needs, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that we're not 
compatible. It just means that we have to work a little bit harder to meet each other's needs because they don't come naturally to us. So where he's loving connection, that's not one of my top needs. So it's something that I make an effort to be very much aware of so that I can figure out ways that are going to basically hit his bullseye in that area because it's not something that I need personally, but I need to learn ways to do it for him. So Mm -hmm. we really utilize these needs in a big, big way in my household, especially, you know, again, when it comes to my marriage, when it comes to dealing with my children and kind of understanding where they're coming from. So we try to be very sensitive to, you know, everybody's behaviors as they relate to their top two needs. Right. And that's not always easy, right? So like when you're saying you and your husband aren't wired exactly the same. So if you put love and connection third and he puts love and connection first, it really is like you have to make a conscious effort. You have to figure out what does loving connection mean to him, and then you have mm-hmm. to hit his bullseye by doing it the way he needs it, not the way you think he should need it. Correct. Yeah. And then I love that story about being out to dinner and talking about your kids. Um, kind of funny thing that happens in my house. My kids are older now. They're in their 20s, but I've been teaching them their needs since they were really little. And we're, we all like just love talking about the four primary needs and really understanding each other. So both of my daughters have boyfriends. So if we go out to dinner or like on a train in the way to the city, the, the girls and I will just naturally start talking about it. And you can actually see like sometimes the boys are like, are we going to go here again? <laughs> you know, they, but we just like, we just know it's so helpful and so powerful. And they're always kind of like, what am I again? So, but anytime you can bring it to your children and even as a parent, when you can, you know, if you're having trouble with a young boy, say in elementary age, and you figure out, oh my gosh, he's looking for more significance and I'm giving him loving connection, that becomes a huge change at home where you mm-hmm. can quickly calm down your son because he's just looking for his needs to be met, but you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I find that happens a lot. And how about you, Jessica? Oh, definitely. You know, you were saying before that you take this look at yourself, but at some point around you, you start to look at the people around you, too, and say, well, they have needs, too. Let me look at those. So um, when I do take a better look at the people around me, or when anyone does, you can really start to change the way that you interact with people for the better. So in, in our household, we definitely use it as well. Understanding my spouse's needs and have him understand mine, it, it really prom- it improved our communication tremendously. It helped us just be better partners for each other, and we'll joke around with each other. You know, if I or you know, because certainty is one of my bigger needs. Um, if I order something different at dinner, he'll like make a joke about me moving my variety up a little bit. So (laughs) we kind of just use it that way and we definitely use it to communicate. But I feel like it can also help in those stickier relationships. Like maybe when you're struggling in a relationship with a family member or a friend, understanding your needs and understanding theirs helps to find a better strategy in dealing with them in a more positive and effective way. So I find that this framework you know, looking back on it and saying, oh, this person, you know, they really do rock my certainty. How do I, how do I address that now? Or my partner's frustrated with me because their top needs aren't being met. It just makes working towards solutions much easier. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's okay, Jessica, I wanted to ask you a question that I actually probably sure. never asked you before, but I'm just <laughs> kind of striking my curiosity here. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't actually know your husband at all. I've never had the pleasure right. of meeting him. But I wonder, what was his reaction, like when you first learned the needs, and then you brought it back to him and just shared with him? Like, what's his order of his needs? And what so was his actually, reaction when you first shared it? 
he actually has the same exact order as me. So he's loving connection, oh. certainty, significance, and then variety. So we do mesh well on that. Um, so it's, it makes it pretty easy, but I think sometimes the way that we need to meet our needs is very different. So um, although we do order them the same, we have very different ways of meeting those needs. Um, but he, I think he was a little confused at first as to what I was trying to get across to him, but um, he's very open and he's very receptive. So once we kind of talked about it and he started to understand it on a different level, he really got on board with it. So um, it's really been a big changer for us. Very cool. I love that. Very awesome. So I want to be sensitive, especially as social workers, right? So we're all social workers on the phone. And of course, we always have to be sensitive to confidentiality. So I was wondering if you guys could share a particular way that you have helped clients or even, you know, a particular story that you have by somehow sharing the four needs or the empowering triangle with them. But, you know, certainly keeping in the lines of confidentiality, right? Because by law, we're required to do that. So just a just a big general story about how you were able to help somebody. Sure. Um, well, funny enough, just a funny little story. I had a client the other day give me a call, and, and she said, hey, you know that triangle that we're working on together? Um, I'm here with my best friend. Can you just walk her through it for her? And I just really loved it. I just thought, it. you know, I think it's so awesome to see someone not only using the tools in their life, but the idea that that tool has been so impactful for them that they want to share it with the people that they love and care about. That was just really amazing for me. So I thought that was really cool the other day. Um, But I also had a couple that I've been working with, and when they finally started seeing what was happening in their relationship through the lens of the four needs, you know, it it really changed their entire communication style. So they would start to talk to each other in that language, that if someone was doing something, they would identify it as, hey, what you're doing right now, it's really shaking my certainty, or what you're doing right now isn't meeting my need for love and connection. So having their partner understand that, you know, the behavior that might be driving the other one nuts is being driven by a specific need right now. So they were able to start addressing it, um, and it was really a game changer for this couple, being able to look at it through that lens. Absolutely. And that's what we find often, that in a lot of situations, it becomes a game changer. And, you know, you reminded me of a young girl that I helped, too, when she was in high school, and she had anxiety. And she just, first, she, like, kind of rejected the triangle. She was just like, I don't think I want to do this. And then over time, she came to actually love the triangle. And she would come in and tell me stories about how she was teaching it to different different friends of hers that had different mm-hmm. issues going on and she was actually teaching them the, them the triangle to help. So, you know, the triangle is powerful and it's not that difficult to understand. It's just really taking enough time to learn how to do all three sides as quickly as possible. So very Absolutely. cool. How about you, Lisa? Do you have a story for us? I do. Um, much like Jessica, I, I, you know, I counsel couples and I had a couple that had come to me um, as a result of some infidelity that had happened within the marriage. And any time that that type of trauma happens within a relationship, obviously they come in a pretty broken state. And they, you know, were introduced to the needs and through the lens of the needs, they were able to identify, you know, what had kind of led to the infidelity and ways in which to never allow that to happen again in their relationship. And they started utilizing the needs to better understand the way that they were feeling and how to communicate with each other. And by using those needs, they were able to, you know, improve on their communication, improve on their connection, and again, to just have that deeper and more intimate understanding of each other. And 
after some time and some healing and, you know, tools of communication, they were able to find that that situation that had brought them to counseling was the situation that had brought them to a completely different marriage, a marriage of love and trust and connection and, you know, being able, again, to communicate the way that they feel and what it was that they needed within their marriage. So I find that that, you know, was extremely beneficial to them. Yeah, I had, you know, I definitely okay. understand that, Lisa, because um, in my practice, I'd say in the last 10 or 12 years, I've done a lot of couple counseling. And, you know, and unfortunately, one of the pressing issues is usually um, infidelity. And I would say 85% of the people that have come to couple counseling for that scenario, um, when you introduce them to the needs, if you have two people that are committed enough and healthy enough to wrap their heads around the needs and really work on things and they want the relationship to work, um, that they actually end up with the strongest, and they could be married for like 10, 15, 20 or more years. And after doing the work, they end up with the strongest marriage that they have ever had. Absolutely. Yeah. And then there are other times where like you have one person who's really committed and one person's are not, or one person is incredibly healthy and one person's not. And then it gets a little tougher, like, is it really going to help as much? And it really depends where the people are at. Absolutely. So we're going to take another quick commercial break, but I'm really excited to be here with Lisa and Jessica as we talk about the needs and the triangle and how therapeutically we're helping ourselves and our clients really just feel really solid and empowered and make a difference, not in our, only in our own lives, but in our practices as well. So we'll be back in a few moments. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Need help deciding if our Radical Change coaching program is right for you? Apply for a free strategy session with one of our coaches. Be prepared to dive deep and identify the areas in life in which you need healing and transformation. Together, we will clarify how to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be and discover what's possible now. How would it feel to get big changes in less than 30 days for you, your loved ones, and your business? Apply now by calling Coach Sam at 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit us at RadicalChangeNow.com. Dr. Mary Oz's Radical Change Coaching Program will help you set a healing foundation in your life and teach you how to manifest more of what you want. Are you ready to get the results and radical change you have been longing for for too long? Very often, our clients tell us that this is the most powerful coaching they have ever received. Come join us and start living life with more results, more love, more wealth, health, and peace, as well as inspiration. For more information, call Coach Sam at 1-833-447-CHANGE. Religion and its place in today's society has had numerous arguments. It also brings up questions such as, what is my purpose in life? How can I find more meaning in my existence? And is life really as absurd as existentialists make it to be? For some of the answers and further discussion, tune into Religious Faith and the Public Square with Father John Holloman. There is no single answer to your question, and we will explore many of the answers together. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change Now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. So we're back on the Radical Change Now show here on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America, and we're here with two very empowered women, Lisa and Jessica, and they've been helping their clients, their families, and themselves feel more excited about their life, their worth, and discover what it actually takes to build a bigger, brighter, better future, including some increased income. We've been talking about results-oriented living and how it's helped them expand their skills, attract more clients, and like we said, make more money. Any thoughts on that, Lisa? Yeah, absolutely. The results-oriented living has taught me so many different things in terms of my practice, but more specifically, it's really taught me how to attract the perfect clients for me and for my particular approach. Um, You know, I always tell clients when meeting them for the first time as therapists, we're all incredibly different and we have different personalities and styles and techniques. And, you know, it's so important that their level of comfort is met in terms of their connection with the therapist. And I found that using the results-oriented living, the law of attraction, the triangle, the needs, and kind of combining everything has taught me to attract the perfect clients for my particular style of treatment. And, you know, in doing that, I have been able to generate a full-time practice where my schedule is full to capacity and, you know, as Jessica had stated earlier, you know, sometimes we have people on wait lists and, you know, we have to kind of refer people out to make sure that they're being seen at the right time. But, you know, in having a full schedule, it's given me the flexibility to, you know, be available for my children when they need to and in, you know, terms of my finances, it's brought me up to a six-figure salary, which, again, is more than three times what I've made in the past working for agencies as a full-time employee, you know, 24-hour on call schedule and, you know, having to be available to people all the time. And now, you know, my schedule is kind of condensed and it's compact and it works for me. And, you know, financially it's been incredible. So the results-oriented living has been so beneficial to my practice and, you know, my personal, you know, business and, and being able to get all of that together. So first of all, let's celebrate those six figures, right? Because you and I actually set that as an intention, right? Like from the beginning, it was like, I want to do this. I want to make six figures. I want to be busy. And also, I remember when you first started, you were in the course. And when you first started getting a lot of clients coming quickly, you really were applying the law of attraction techniques. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, how about we celebrate like how sweet it is that we get to work with our ideal clients, right? Mm -hmm. That... Like we do, we put that energy out there. It's like attraction-based marketing where we we bring into our practice the clients that we want to work with and that we can help the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. And how about Thank you, you, Jessica? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as I said before, this has really just been, the whole thing has really just been a life-changing process for me and really just such an amazing journey. You know, the and a journey which I've really enjoyed and, and I've really seen benefit from both professionally and personally, the results-oriented living shift has really shifted me from that fear-based thinking to all these endless possibilities that I can clearly see today. And, and part of that has been allowing me to attract, like Lisa said, these clients into my practice, which are just 
helping build it and grow it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm doing the practice part-time right now, and in that part-time capacity, I'm making just slightly more than I make in my full-time role doing agency work. So I'm really starting to make that shift into doing this into a full-time, full-time business. The financial gains that my family has seen because of it has really just allowed us to pay down debt, to do things around our house, to travel in different ways. So the only thing that I can really see is there's so much more to come. There's only going forward from here, and that's exciting. So I love those examples, right? So some really concrete examples of financial gain. Like, first of all, it always feels great to pay down debt, right? Especially oh, like yeah. Long Island, it's kind of tough to be a young couple, have a mortgage, have all your debt, things mm-hmm. like that. But just the feeling of paying down debt, right? And the more you appreciate that, the quicker you pay it down. Um, I love the fact that you're focused on travel, right? I mean, mm-hmm. travel is such, so much fun and it's such an important part of life. And sometimes young people are too nervous to put travel into their schedule Mm -hmm. and then being able to renovate things at home right so it's most people don't feel like wow I've got extra cash flow what do I want to do with it right right so I'm super excited about you moving into full-time practice totally support you in that thank you so what else do I want to ask you ladies? So I know we talked a little bit about you guys have been in the Creating Radical Change program and we always talk about how everyone who comes to the program, you learn about Ho'oponopono, the power of the healing that comes from that, how to be a master manifesto with the law of attraction and the four must laws. And then we've been talking about results-oriented living. Is there anything in particular you learned from that course that has helped your life expand and your business grow that, you know, you think about often or you're really appreciative of? Yeah, I've I've really gained so much from the Creating Radical Change program. And I just really feel like it's the result of results-oriented living and the law of attraction is why I'm here right now. And it's why I'm in the place that I'm in right now. It's a program that I truly believe in, and it's created so many very real and amazing changes in my life. You know, I just found that it really helped me to be conscious of the thoughts and intentions that I was putting out into the universe and how those thoughts and intentions that I myself was putting out there were actually manifesting in my life. And maybe I wasn't putting out the most positive thoughts um, in the beginning. So, you know, we had an activity that we did in class one day where we set our intentions for the year. And when I looked back on it later, pretty much everything on that list had happened. I was wow. seeing the financial and per- like personal success that I had intended. My husband had seen professional growth and finan- finan- ugh, financial success. I'm so excited about it. I can't get my words out. Um, <laughs> but the exercise, it really enforced for me that when I'm in alignment and I'm setting strong, healthy, and clear intentions, the, the universe is without a doubt sending it back to me. So, um, when I feel myself slipping back and slipping into negative thoughts, I immediately see the difference in the way things start unraveling. So that's a pretty cool thing. I love that. I love that. Great, great response. And Lisa? Um, I would have to agree pretty much with everything that Jessica said. I think that, you know, going through that program was absolutely life-changing in so many different ways, again, professionally and personally. Um, I'm a huge fan of the law of attraction. Again, I think that I was kind of always geared towards a more negative thought process and without even realizing that I was kind of putting out those negative vibes that, you know, well, well, why would this happen to me? And, you know, this is what it is. And, 
<clears throat> excuse me, that there wasn't really all that much room for positive growth. And I think that the law of attraction has really helped me to manifest and attract all things positive into my personal and professional world, um, as well into the lives of the people around me. You know, it, I'm able to manifest things for my husband and for my children and for my clients and just, you know, those people that really can benefit from it. And, you know, it really helps to keep your thoughts in the forefront of your mind at all times and where they are. Um, and especially, you know, when it comes to the whole Ho'oponopono, it's really taught me how to be aware of my feelings and how much my feelings impact both my personal and professional abundance. And, you know, if my thoughts are not in alignment, if my feelings are not in alignment, I notice things in my life, you know, shifting to a little bit more of a negative way. So by learning the whole Ho'oponopono, it's taught me how to clear and cleanse any of those negative thoughts and how to shift everything more to a positive side of things so that way, you know, I'm able to attract only that positive abundance. Awesome. I'm really super excited for both of your guys' bigger, brighter, better future. So I wanted to know before we end today, if you could share with our audience, um, Lisa, what's next for you? Like, what are you excited about? Oh, I'm excited about everything. Um, I think anything is possible at this stage of the game. I am looking professionally to, you know, build my practice possibly into a group practice where, you know, we all kind of are working. You know, as you had said earlier, sometimes as social workers, we feel very much alone. Um, and, you know, we're kind of out there by ourselves. So it's nice, I think, to be able to work in more of a group setting and to be able to, you know, kind of work in a way that we can all benefit each other and, and be all under the same roof with each other and, you know, kind of supporting and guiding each other and especially for those new social workers to be able to give them the guidance that I received through this process. Yeah, and I love that because I think social work is like when you first come out, you want to go into private practice, but you're nervous and you really don't know where to begin and where to start. So I love that vision. That's very awesome. And what about for you, Jessica? Well, I completely agree with Lisa. At this point, anything is possible. And, and having that perspective is just a truly freeing feeling. So I, I see just continued growth with the business expanding. You know, looking at my physical space, is that meeting the needs of the business right now? And does that need to grow? Does that need to change? So looking at that in the upcoming months, but also focusing on learning tools and seminars, training programs. I know the three of us has, have discussed that moving forward. So with all that on the horizon, there's so much to be excited about. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys. I feel like we had a lovely show today. It's always great to be in your guys' presence. Super proud of both of you. Super excited for the work that you do. And I'm just happy that you guys are in my life and we get to be associates. So thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Mary, for having us. Um, And thank you, Jessica, for everything. It's, you know, for me, it's been such a pleasure to get to know both of you guys on such a better level and to be able to grow again personally professionally with both of you by my side it's really just been an amazing journey and opportunity and I thank you both for that I'd like to do the same you know just thank you both for being mentors and teachers and being available and you know Dr. Mary thank you for creating this opportunity and having us on the show today and for being able to share this not just with us but for everyone I think it's just absolutely amazing so thank you Well, it's been my pleasure. That's it for today's show. So be sure to join us next week on Radical Change Now on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America as we focus on getting huge results with search engine optimization. My business accountability partner, Christian Weiss from Germany, he'll be joining us and we'll be discussing if you have a business and you need more clients, 
everything you need to know about SEO. You'll want to hear what Christian has to say and what he has to offer. Have an awesome week. Don't forget to be inspired for yourself and others, and happy Ho'oponoi. Thank you for tuning in this week for Radical Change Now. Be sure to join Dr. Mary Oz again next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have the best week of your life.